Welcome back to Sapphic Stuff. This is Maddie. And this is Kristen. Woo! And this week we are doing Wicked the Musical, which as you can tell, I'm really freaking excited for. Yes, Wicked is like one of Maddie's favorite things. I really like it. I, I So I read the book first before seeing anything with the musical, but I really like the musical. Uh, I actually watched it for the first time with Maddie. So that was that was awesome. That was really fun. And I forced you to. I mean, you did, but I'm glad that you did. I had I had meant to. I just didn't have a means to do so. So you were able to supply me with a means. And, we used and, wizardry, know. and I will not. I will not <laughs> say there's anything a, well, else. There's a way. <laughs> yeah. So wicked is really important and special to me. I've had a lot of wacky little obsessions in my life, and I think that wicked was the first one. It's it's at least the first one I can really remember. And it stuck with me. I saw it first when I think I was eight. It was in the oh first year. You're so young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, it was like 21 years ago. Oh, no, it wasn't 21. I, I can't math. It was like 18 years ago. I can't math either. I have no idea how old I was 18 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So I first saw it when I was eight. And I became obsessed. Somehow we got like the best seats in the house. And that's really surprising because we didn't like buy good seats. We were with a theater group that got discounted seats and they said, oh, okay, so all the seats are with each other except for these two. We don't know why these two are like this. Just take them. They were like mid orchestra seats. Wow. You know how there's that dragon in Wicked? Like I felt like the dragon was looking down at us. It was, they were spectacular orchestra seats. I have no idea how we got them. I don't know why but they were really freaking good. And I had been a kid who really liked musicals. I went with a little theater group that I had at the time. Uh, I had this like singing and dancing group thing. I'm terrible at dancing. I put so much effort (laughs) into that damn thing. I I, like, whatever we sang, I was like, okay, I got this. Whenever we danced, I was like, what? Now now I actively want to see a video of like little eight-year-old Maddie like trying to dance. That just sounds really fun. And I would like to see it. I hope none of them remain. There was definite embarrassment. But I went with this group and my mom was there with me. Actually, before we went to get to Wicked, there's this little restaurant in New York called Ellen's Stardust Diner. And let me tell you something about Ellen's Stardust Diner. The food is shit. The food is shit, or at least it was 18 years ago. And But the reason you go is because the waiters and waitresses sing and dance. Ooh. And so the thing place still exists. Oh, it totally does. Uh, unless it closed during COVID. But I, I know that it it persisted throughout the years with its very bad chicken nuggets. Um, <laughs> chicken tenders. I'm off topic here, but it was this whole New York experience. And I it was not the first musical I saw. It was not the second musical I saw. I think it might have been the third, but it was the one that definitely stayed with me. And Honestly, my first experience with shipping, not that I knew that I was like, Glinda and Alphaba are in love and I want them to be together forever. It was Glinda because and Alphaba. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, it was Glinda and Alphaba are best friends and uh, they need to be together. And why did this musical do everything wrong? I had Where like- Where the man come from? <laughs> well, no, it wasn't even the man. I don't mind Fiero. What I mind is that they are separated in the end. Yeah. Who gives a fuck about Fiero? I want my girls together. I mean, in theory, like I, I would say Alphabet and 
I think like they both give a fuck about about Fiero, but they shouldn't. They should maybe. Yeah, I'll go into my um Glinda and Fiero theories later because I have this. Glinda is actually a lesbian who is with Fiero because he is a status symbol theory. It's a little out there, but I'll go into it later. But like fancy, fancy compet, fancy compet, yeah, compet with pinky up, sparkly compet, sparkling compet. It's like sparkling compet, exactly. So I love this show. I love that it is a female centric show. Which honestly, my favorite Broadway shows all about the ladies. Which I mean, I I, I guess we know why, but there's not enough of them. There are. it's wicked. Would you say wicked is your root? Like if you were to track back, like you were eight years old, like if you say like, why are you gay now, Maddie? And then you say like, probably that or is uh, it Yeah, else? no, definitely. Because I had this massive crush on Idita Menzel. And yes, I did see it with the original cast. I'm a lucky bitch. I had this massive thing for Idita Menzel and I would, I wrote her fan mail. Mm-hmm. I have actually in this very room with me, I have the thing I got back from her. I got like an autograph back in the mail. It was- That's so nice. It was the sweetest thing. And this musical sort of like permeated my life for the next couple of years. Like there was one point, there were several years where my brother and I would have these arguments over whether Beatles or Wicked was better. And I'm like, these these are not comparable things, but I'm like, Wicked's better than the Beatles. They're they're not in the same genre. They're not in the same genre. And he would always go, Maddie, this doesn't make any sense. And I'd be like, but but it is better. It's better. <laughs> I mean, They're he's seven years old. At all. He's seven years older than me. So he was probably a lot wiser on that front. But uh, it's okay. It's hard to compare them when they're not similar in any way. All right, fine. Wicked's better than Across the Universe. Okay, that that that's fair. That's probably true. I mean, I would say that's true. I mean, like objectively. I love Across the Universe. Don't I like I liked both, but I mean, yeah, but also Across the Universe wasn't gay. I mean, theoretically, Wicked isn't like technically gay, but it's also is. Yes, let's move on to the sapphic stuff. Wicked, not technically gay, but the gay is technically gay. It is not technically savage stuff, you guys, but consider this. What if it is? So the last time I saw Wicked, which was like a couple years ago, because I've seen Wicked four times because I'm insane. Um, so the last time I saw it, I was sitting in front of this group of like school kids. And at this one point during What Is This Feeling, this boy whispers, are they gay? And I know I should be like, shut up. This is the theater, Timmy. But Jimmy. but my heart went, everyone can see it. I love that. I love that like so even much. These, even these little school children know. Like, it's not obvious. The school children know that these bitches gay. Harold, they're lesbians. Harold, they're lesbians. These are lesbian friends, you guys. I mean, it, it's real obvious. They must be very close friends. Now, about <laughs> what is this feeling itself? That's the gayest song ever. That's the, I don't know what this feeling is. I'm feeling this feeling. My pulse is rushing. My head is reeling. Oh God, I must hate you, right? No, no, you're gay. You're very gay. 
I mean, it's fair that like that feeling would be so terrifying, right? Like your first sapphic awakening, maybe it's like so scary that you're just like, I must hate you now because like, <laughs> you know, when you feel like you really like someone, but you're like a little kid. So you're like, I really like you, but that means I hate you. And now I have to be mean to you. And then people are mean to each other when they like each other when they're young, because they have no idea what to do with their feelings. Like, yes, it's like that. Absolutely. Glinda and Alphaba are in a, I like you, so I have to pull your hair kind of situation. Yeah, I'm like, they're pulling each other's pigtails because they like each other, but they have to pretend they hate each other because they don't know what to do with it all. It's like too overwhelming. And because status-wise, Glinda and Alphaba are completely different people. Like, true. Glinda is all about being popular. And they Alphaba, have very different goals. Oh, yeah. And Alphaba is all about changing the world. And something I really love about Wicked is that by the end, it all comes full circle. And Glinda decides, I'm going to use being popular to change the world. Which is nice. Like, she, she clearly learned something, at least. She has been changed for good. My thing is that the end of Wicked, like, this is a musical that you take your teenage daughter to. But... Mm-hmm. This musical has always made me so miserable and angsty. Like, yeah, Alphaba lives. That's great. Glinda doesn't know. This is a tragedy. Everyone hates Alphaba. I know. Alphaba. I don't know why she doesn't get to know. Like, I just, I feel like she could have easily told her. Like, it just seemed unnecessary. And the fact that the show pulls like a whole 360, like f- you start with No One Mourns the Wicked and you end with No One Mourns the Wicked. Well, yeah, sort of. There's a rephrase of it. Like you start with the death of Alphaba and you end with the death of Alphaba. And, but we know so much more by the end. And there's this one moment in No One Mourns the Wicked that I initially never heard because it's so damn high. There's this one point where Glinda sings, she died alone. And oh no, this is absolutely a mourning song. And my poor little heart, as said, this she was- really thinks that. She does. And that is the tragedy of Wicked. The tragedy of Wicked isn't really what happens to Elphaba. It's that Glinda doesn't know. Glinda's best friend is freaking gone. I mean, yes, there's a lot of tragic things about what happened to Elphaba. Like her whole story is freaking tragic. Her whole entire life is tragic. Yeah. So there's this one point in Wicked where, where like Nessa is referred to as being tragically beautiful. And and Elphaba is like, I'm beautifully tragic. (laughs) This is such... A painful story and it's funny to me that this is one of the most commodified things on Broadway ever it's made so much money and it makes my heart ache <laughs> yeah everyone loves this musical but it isn't like happy I mean it's really not happy almost the entire time yeah like there's a little bit of time when they're in a chiz together where it, it's okay and then everything falls to pieces everything explodes and then death or assumed death. And it's just not a happy story. And it amazes me that something that is not a happy story has found such success. I think people relate very well to sadness, though. I mean, everybody, you know, has some tragedy in their lives. So it maybe it's easier to relate to art like that's like that than if it were just like all sunshine and rainbows. I mean, I know that the other, most of the other high selling properties on Broadway are the ones that appeal to kids and they are the they're the Disney shows and the Disney now, shows I would say Wicked kind of does appeal to kids though because it's oh, like Wicked, no what I'm saying us. is that Wicked is a kids show that is miserable <laughs> <laughs> like it's not not for kids it's just also really sad 
it's also really sad and it also appeals really well to adults. I so Wicked was up for the best musical Tony. I think it was 2003. And I'm still mad to this day that Avenue Q beat it. I love Avenue Q. It's this musical about dirty Sesame Street. And yeah, it's it's really messed up puppets. I, I really, I do like it. I adore Avenue Q. But Avenue Q cannot be said to have cultural resonant of Wicked. I feel like Avenue Q has a lot more diversity. That's true. Although I think Wicked is... So last night was the Wicked PBS concert. And something that struck me about that, which I didn't initially think I would be able to see because I don't have cable, but it was on PBS and I managed to find a link somewhere. So what struck me about that concert was how diverse that concert was. And I was wondering if maybe that is a step Wicked is trying to take in their casting in the future. Yeah, I know that would be nice. I know that they did at one point cast a black Glinda and she did pretty well. I know that I think the current Madame Morrible is trans, although I sort of question the wisdom of the one role we cast as trans. We cast the ridiculously evil woman who is kind of like a drag queen. Uh, yeah, that's not that's not great. But... That's, not, that's not great. But this uh, this concert had the most diverse guest list. They had a lot of black stars. They had a lot of, they actually had one, um, this one Broadway star who is in a wheelchair do I'm not that girl. And like, I don't know if this is playing lip service to that. I don't know if they're ever going to change the way they cast. Amber Riley from Glee did a fantastic Defying Gravity. And that made me think like, not only would it be cool to have a black alphabet, why can't we have a fat alphabet? Like, there's nothing in the text that says she can't be. Yeah, nothing says anything, really. I mean, anyone can be whatever they want. She's green, and she's yeah, brunette. We, she's literally green. Like, <laughs> you can cast whoever you want. Like, we can make this happen. Can be painted green. You can you, paint anyone you want green. It's fine. You can paint anyone you want green. You can make, you can give anyone you want a blonde wig. Wicked doesn't have to be two white girls. And no. I know that sometimes it's different in the um, touring versions in various different countries. Like I know Wicked in some, I think Korea is definitely all Koreans, but like well, it would be- yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> what I'm saying is it would be nice if on Broadway we could see some uh, some more diversity there. I know that there's been a couple Black Fieros, um, but more, more please that's Wicked. Something. More please- uh, yeah, the, the Black Fiero I know is uh, Tay Diggs, who was at one point married to Idina Menzel, who I oh. dislike because he cheated on Idina Menzel. Hearsay, though. This is... How can you even do that? Like, who does that? What a dumb who does thing that? to do. Who, who cheats on Tony Award winner Idina Menzel? What an dumb thing to do. Wow. Right? Like, you are not as famous as Idina Menzel. You are not as cool as Idina Menzel. Imagine, like, screwing your life up that bad. Like, imagine. My inner I mean, girl. I feel bad sometimes about my life. And then I think about this guy. And, like, wow. <laughs> you know, I've done some things, but, like, I've never done that. So... My inner fangirl is really going to show here because I do love Idina. Idina is my alphabet. <laughs> I know that there's a lot of different alphabets. And honestly, I've loved every alphabet I've seen. I've loved every Glinda I've seen. But, you know, I have one that has a special place in my heart. Well, and the I first think, one you saw, too. Yeah. I mean, when you were a kid. So, like. Also, the only one I've seen twice. I saw one of 
Idina's final performances uh, before she left Wicked. And that was a funny thing, actually, because a few performances after me, it was supposed to, it was not supposed to be her final performance. But when she was supposed to go down on the, uh, when she was supposed to melt, she fell. She fell down the trap door and and broke her ribs. Oh, no. That night, they took her out of the show. And then her her understudy, Shoshana Bean, who was supposed to become Alphaba shortly, I think it was her third to last performance that it was supposed to be, but her understudy went on and finished the show for her. But the thing is, people had bought tickets for those next couple of shows, assuming that they were going to be Idina's last shows. So, I mean, obviously they couldn't put her on as Alphaba, but for the last, for the end of those last two shows, she came on in like a tracksuit, uh, like this red tracksuit, and like gave them their Idina-ness did for good. She sang with broken ribs. Like that is She's the show hero. must go on. That is crazy crap. And I I love that about her. And That's like speaking of Idina Menzel, why is there just gay energy around that woman? I know she's a heterosexual. Because all her characters are gay. All of them. Every character she does. I don't even know. We've They're got Maureen, who is, we've got Maureen, who's bi. We've got Elsa, who is a lesbian. the gay agenda. And <laughs> the whole gay agenda is actually just Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she runs it. The gay agenda is to freeze the world and stop global warming. Yeah. Stop global warming and run off on a horse with your girlfriend who lives in the woods. I thought that was absolutely, absolutely. And like the only Idina Menzel character I can think of that is like legitimately heterosexual is, um, well, no, that's, that's a lie. She's, she's played a lot of straight roles, but like, I'm thinking if then, if then's pretty straight. I also saw it then, but she's played straight roles. But for some reason, all the ones that like stand out that, I, well, I guess that's not, I guess I know the reason. I mean, like, to be fair, like the reason that the roles that where she's like really gay stand out to us is because we're really gay. But you'll also note that they're the more famous ones. They are. So, I mean, maybe the gays just make things famous. That's the gay agenda. That's the gay agenda. Because we so, get so freaking into things. You know, the gays, we clap, we like clamp onto things and we love them to dust. So maybe that's what we did with Athena. And then that's why with these certain roles. Something I really love about Wicked is that it is a space in which gay men and gay women both love the same thing. Like last night I was looking at Twitter and I saw some guy's reaction video to part of that concert last night and he was just loving it. And I was like, oh my God, we have so much in common. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. Bring bring the gays together. It's musical theater. It's the thing that brings all the gays together. Well, musical theater about women brings the gays together for some reason because gay guys love an iconic woman and lesbians love an iconic woman true this is true this makes sense this this math is adding up (laughs) this is sapphic math and it's the only math i'm okay with oh god i'm so bad at you're gay we're not supposed to be good at math it's okay i'm also also gay and can't drive so just so everyone knows oh my gosh (laughs) i i just can't parallel park i just can't do it yeah park really in general I just I'm really bad at parking I don't know what it is about it and like in recent years there's a joke in there somewhere but yeah yeah in recent years looking back at Wicked I've come to see that it is not like 
the world's greatest musical. Well, no, it's my favorite musical. It's a really good musical. It's incredibly well-constructed. And there are some things that it does incredibly well, but there are some things that aren't super great. Like something about Wicked that has come to bother me is how little time these girls get to know each other and yet how they make such a big impact on each other's lives. Like it, it doesn't seem entirely organic, but- It's I very guess, sped up because there's only so yeah. much time. I guess like, I mean, like, if you think about it, they are together a lot because they're at school. Like, I just, I feel like there's a lot of time you're not seeing. Like, we just don't get to see yeah. it. And I would like to see it. I, I want it. <laughs> like, I want to yeah, see them the, bond. Yeah, well, I mean, I've read enough fan fiction that I have. But the thing with Wicked is it doesn't entirely seem like seeing a relationship that warrants this level of feeling. And yet there is so much feeling. I guess maybe they U-hauled. They psychically U-hauled. Yeah. I mean, they are, like, that's just also partly being gay, I feel like. I don't know. Like, you just get attached real fast. So speaking about that thing I was talking about earlier. So there's this moment in Wicked. Where? I think it's in Dancing Through Life. Glinda. Goes up to Fierro and he's like, you're perfect. And she's like, you're perfect. So we're perfect together. That is like the absolute definition of a stupid reason to have a relationship. She is not interested in him as a person. She's interested no. in him as a status symbol. And that struck me as like, Glinda, do you even like men? Are, are you- are I feel you... like that's just like when the, you know, when like the, the head cheerleader always dates the, the head football guy. Like, I just feel like that's what happened. Like, she just was like, this is what you're supposed to do. So this yes. is what I'm doing. It's absolutely... There wasn't really a lot of thought behind it. Like she didn't love him or really have like any sort of emotion towards him. She just was like, this is the best option. Like this is the one. He's the, the one with all the check marks next to the boxes that say, you know, the things that I'm supposed to want. And when she loses him, the pain is less about Fiero than it is about Elphaba. Like, yeah, she's upset she about was... it. Really shocked too. I think that like I mean maybe she just was really shocked because she thought oh I just think she she was jealous but like not jealous of the way the that, you know yeah they think it was I, I you know because I guess Alphaba like actually has feelings for Fiera yeah no Alphaba I think is legitimately bisexual yeah um, she genuinely likes him so. Honestly, I, I feel do like think Glinda finds like surprise. Like, I don't think she understands that because no. like, she doesn't genuinely like Fierro. She like doesn't comprehend that Alphabet does. Like, she's probably not understanding why anyone would be with him, regard like outside of wanting that status. Because in her head, it's not like for that. So she's it's like, not worth wait. it. Like, she's like, wait, you actually like this guy, but why? Like, she doesn't get it. Like, I get that he's perfect, but. Also, why? <laughs> why is he perfect, though? Like, in what way? I, I, what about him? He's a, he seems fine. He's all right. He's popular. That's why he's perfect. But she's popular. I just, I don't know. <laughs> doesn't she make it? She can make anyone popular. That's her whole thing. Yeah, yeah. You can no, make someone else be popular, then just make whoever you actually like be popular, and then you can date them. Honestly, that probably wouldn't have worked with Alphaba. Yeah. And, like, also, some, Wicked is like this magical racism story. Yeah, that's like the whole thing. It's this magical racism story for children. And that, honestly, it's, it's always struck me how Wicked is so serious 
while being so whimsical. Um, like they'll be saying words like swankified and then you'll be absolutely miserable. It is emotionally You're only devastating. To be miserable. You are only allowed to be miserable. It is emotionally devastating. It yanks you from joy to misery and it does it so well. I personally am a really big fan of the music of Stephen Schwartz. I love Wicked. I love Pippin. I love Godspell. These are all, all three of these are his musicals. He's never won a Tony for it. I, that man needs a Tony. Surprising. Yeah, no, it's, I I think what people will find is that his musicals have had more impact than the awards that they've won. That's just my personal. speaking of that, what is your favorite song from Wicked? God. Like if you, like I'm asking, like I know you don't want to choose, but like I'm asking anyway. What is this feeling is a big favorite, but I've got to say Defying Gravity. Yeah, I was going to say Defying Gravity too, because that's just like such a good song. And I know that's a very basic thing to say. It's a really basic answer, but it's whatever. Every white girl loves Defying Gravity. Every white girl who is in a musical theater, she's like, I love Defying Gravity. Yeah, okay, I love it. I'm sorry. I love it. I mean, I mean, to be fair, I'm, I'm a brown girl and I really like to find gravity, but it's also, I'm still really basic. I, I mean, I'll admit I'm pretty basic, but I just have really good memories. I don't know. My, my sweet mate in summer college, which is like college, but it happens in the summer and it's before college starts. So you're still technically in high school, but you're going to college. It's fine. Don't, don't really think too much about it. My sweet mate, she and I used to like sing the parts in Defying Gravity all the time to each other. And we used to like act it out and just like do that all the time. I just have really good memories of it, I guess. So it's just like that. And then we also used to sing the, the song about becoming popular a lot because she always got to be Glinda of course she did and I was always Alphaba and so that was that was what we did when we were I don't know why that was what we did during <laughs> summer college I don't I think it wasn't what we were supposed to be doing but like who's doing what they were supposed to to be honest does your vocal part match up with Alphaba I don't know what the hell was going on to be honest <laughs> I think we were just like playing like we were just having fun I'm just always like interested in, too, in what people are vocally. I'm an alto. Alphaba is a mezzo soprano and Glinda is a soprano. See, I just, we just played the roles based on personality more than <laughs> anything else. You see, I see you as more of a Glinda. I maybe now. I mean, <laughs> see, like I used to be like a really big loser. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you know. <laughs> oh, it wasn't cool in high school. Okay, I didn't peak. <laughs> Well, I mean, that that is only good news. And going back to Wicked, I feel like it's so universal as a story because it focuses on these really basic things like friendship and love and betrayal and gayness. Everyone can relate to these things, especially gayness, I think. I mean, maybe not the gayness, but maybe not. It's just the story of these powerful women who change each other's lives. And I think that's resonated with people for a long, long time. Like I, I say a long, long time. It, it's, it's been it's like, not that old. It's not that old, but it's been such a piece of my life. Like it's practically as old as you though. So to be fair, like, I guess it is kind of old. I'm, I'm eight years. Well, it was, it did do an out of town tryout before that. So I'm not sure I am. I'm, I'm not sure entirely. You're maybe, on... like, you're maybe like six or seven years older than Wicked. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm at least seven years older than Wicked. Uh... But that 
that much in the grand scheme of things. So like general, and no. like you wouldn't remember that much that happened in your life before you turned like seven. So I just feel like for the majority of your life, Wicked has been a thing that has existed. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely true. Wicked has been a thing that has existed and has mattered. I've never had a point in my life where I'm like, you know what? I hate Wicked now. It's not cool to like Wicked anymore. <laughs> like wicked like you never got to like you know sometimes you get like that special interest where you're really into something and then you're like super about it and then you for then you don't suddenly a while later you don't care about it at all and you never really think about it again but wicked like has stuck with you as your thing yeah I have never stopped caring about wicked and there's like a few things in my life like that but once I found them I didn't stop caring and that's Wicked, Buffy, and Warehouse 13. And that that's the list. That's the only things. It's so short. I mean, I have other things, but they don't matter as much. Like I have other no. things I've cared about for a long time, but they don't, they don't matter like that. It's Wicked. It's Wicked at the end of it. And like, I'll be listening to it until I die. And I'll be like listening to the 40 year anniversary and being like, I need a manjo, which better than Nish. I, I, and you'll I, be like, and then you're, yeah, it'll be like, sure, grandma, let's get you to bed. Like that meme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I realized that I will only be like 40 something during that. So that voice was probably wrong. But I, I don't just know. Gonna... Maybe that's, maybe you aged up really fast and that's <laughs> what you sound like. I don't, I hope not. I, mean... I have so much to look forward to, don't I? Um, <laughs> so I've seen a bunch of Elphabas and Glindas. Like some of some of them in the theater and some of them elsewhere. Um, and honestly, I have such like attachment to anyone who's played these roles. Like if you've played these roles, I've heard you sing it and I I follow you in other things. I see you doing X and Y and I think, hmm, like there's this one Alphaba who is also the Dutch Elsa. And I'm like, hmm, I see you. I like how you just call them Elphabas and Glindas and not like by their names or anything. Uh, well, no, that's because that woman's name is hard to pronounce. Uh, it's Will oh. Hyman. I, I, I can't pronounce her Never last mind. name. Never mind. That's I, genuinely difficult. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, but <laughs> I, I, I know a lot of their names. Uh, there's Idina, of course. There's Eden Espinoza. Um, for Glindas. I saw Megan Hilty. I saw Megan Hilty when I saw Idina for the second time she was the standby at that time and then she went on to do a bunch of really cool things like she was in smash i love smash i think i watched smash because of megan hilty like if you've got a glinda or an alphaba who i know of in something i'm i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna see it i want i want to know i i feel affection towards them because they have been part of this thing that i love that's like how when we watch a show and we get like into you know you like their character you'll follow the actors like the next thing absolutely i will follow alphabas and glindas i see you alphabas and glindas i appreciate you now do you have i feel like you probably i feel like it's probably alphabet do you have a favorite like is that your favorite character oh it's absolutely alphaba i I just wanted to i just figured i'd double check the moment i realized i was a great big homo i (laughs) i was like oh god wait alphaba because <laughs> like oh my god i had had so many complex alphaba throb feelings and it was really good to finally be able to piece them all together and go oh i sent her that piece of fan mail and jumped on my bed like 47 times when i received Aww. something back because i was really gay about that 
Yeah. <laughs> and I do want to talk about the book a little. I read the book way before I should have read the book. Um, my brother, I think we all read the book way yeah. before we should have read the book. My brother got a copy when the year after we went to Wicked. And I was like, hey, can I read this? And Brian said, please don't. <laughs> and so eventually I snuck into his room and I stole the book. Yeah, and you're just going to listen to their brother. Like, you're going to do it. Oh, absolutely not. And I read it under the covers at like three in the morning one night. Mm-hmm. And I see, I have active re- memories of reading this book at like maybe 10 or 11 and have and feeling like I wasn't supposed to be like, I had been purchased the book like my parents bought me the book so I was technically allowed to read the book but I felt like once I started reading the book and like got into the content I just started realizing maybe I shouldn't actually be reading it and then I started like I don't know it was that like sneaking around feeling when you're reading the book you know you feel like you're not because I I stole the book and I was like nine and (laughs) there was content in there I was not ready for there's like a sex call there's they they have sex with a tiger in that but look I'm still I still haven't like come to terms with that book no I think I mean they they, there's like a midget having sex with a tiger like I'm not ready for that book (laughs) no one's ready for that book and that book is not for children and it is definitely um I I don't know I liked it I enjoyed the book genuinely it was interesting to say the least but um, oh yeah it's a great book I didn't uh, necessarily need to know that Alphaba's pubic hair is purple but I guess I know that (laughs) so I don't know like now you know this and you can't go back um you can't go back once you know that I don't know I feel like I had like some weird sapphic feelings reading the book just because there was like such a description there of like what was going you know I don't know well, honestly, the book is kind of sapphic. They sleep in the same bed. Yeah, it's really sapphic. They they share a bed. There's bed sharing. I mean, that's that's a that's a whole thing. I think the author has confirmed that it is canon. I mean, I just think it's interesting that you share a bed and you know, like, you know, I just I mean, you guys don't have to. There are separate beds. There's another one. But you don't have to. <laughs> The one thing I always remember about the book is that Fierro is so much cooler in it. Book Fierro is indigenous and he has cool tattoos. He is genuinely cool, yeah. Like, I felt... I mean, like, the book actually has a lot of really important things happening. It's just that uh, I shouldn't have read it at the age No. I do do really... (laughs) There were a lot of very disturbing, like, sexual content scenes that, like, were just things that kids shouldn't be reading yeah, I do really consider them to be alternate universes rather than one is the adaptation of the other because Wicked is so they're much- They're not similar. That's why not. When, when they went, because I read the book first, so you did it the opposite way. So since I read the book first, I was so confused when they turned it into a musical because this was like several, this, like I read the book before it was a musical. So I was like really confused by the musical existing because I was like, how on earth? Are you telling me that they've turned this book, this book that I recall some sort of like a train being run with a tiger involved. Like I'm oh. supposed to believe that you turned this into a musical for people to watch. I just was so confused for the longest time. I couldn't believe. I was like, you're telling me that oh this God, is a so musical. I'm laughing right now because I've been imagining a musical number about Elphaba's purple pubic hair. <laughs> I read the book first. So I truly was so confused. I, I like what his... 
you figure if you were like I was probably maybe like I don't know 12 or something when the musical came out maybe like 13 and so I was just sitting there like thinking like how did they translate this into a musical like how would they be showing these things on stage so in my head I just assumed that there was like I don't know really weird sex stuff going on on the stage I just had no clue like I was I was just like how did they do this really weird sex stuff in the very popular with children musical I thought it was gonna be really inappropriate like I truly didn't know oh I love that for you no clue like I was just oh my god I really thought they had just like interpreted this and that like people were going to be seeing this on this and I was like oh my god how is this so popular with kids like I truly didn't understand because it got really popular with children specifically and I was like they must have done something different because <laughs> that wasn't what I saw that wasn't the wicked I knew so the fun thing about Wicked is that it is like a safe and happy place for me, despite the fact that it's miserable and weird and sad. No, it's like, a bad world. I wouldn't want to live in it. No, like, no. Like whenever I go see that show, I feel such a sense of peace. And like as the first, just as the overture starts, it's like, oh, we're at Wicked. It's great. We're at Wicked. Even when I watch it through other means, please don't come after me, Broadway. I have spent so please much money on you. Please don't come after me, Broadway. I, I've spent enough money on you, really. Um, like, it brings me such joy and happiness. Like, it, it's like a portal back to my childhood. And that's really cool. Now, why do you think they couldn't just put them together? I just, I don't understand still. In the year 2021, they can't just, like, let Alphaba and Glinda kiss and be together. Honestly, I'm really hoping we get something gay from the movie. Yeah, I feel like it's time. Like, I get why they didn't do it before. Because, like, you know, time period and stuff. But, like, you could do it now. At least give us a deleted scene, y'all. Like, something. Just anything. Like, or at least have it be canon then. Have them, you know, share a bed at college or whatever the fuck. And, like, have them, you know be together even if they're not together in the end because you don't want to like change the ending or whatever just like have the at least have it happen i hope you're homo in the end that was the worst thing i've ever sung (laughs) really special and i'm glad that we were all here for that (laughs) i'm both excited and terrified for the wicked movie because you're worried it's going to disappoint you i'm worried it will be terrible I'm worried they will cast James Corden as Bach. I'm that is I'm just so worried. <laughs> like that is he's, that's a that's a genuine concern to have. Or like and James Corden as the wizard. Please don't. Please don't. Can you imagine? I can't imagine. That's the problem. Oh, I, I can imagine. They throw him into everything now. It's just everything. If it's a musical, James Corden is there. He's in it. He's in every single one. And just calm down. You don't need to be in everything. James Corden, you need to calm down. You're being too loud. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I don't like him. <laughs> I think most people would agree with you. Yeah, no. I, I know. It's a popular opinion. I know. It's not an unpopular opinion. For once, on Sapphic Stuff, we are featuring <laughs> popular opinion. So... I always think, like, who is going to be Alphaba? Who's going to be Glinda? I know Dove Cameron wants yeah. Glinda, and I think that's possibly a good choice. Cool. But um, I have no idea who Alphaba should be. Like, when I think of all the girls who've played Alphaba, most of them are way too old now. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry, ladies. I love you all. 
And like if they would just for diversity's sake, if they would choose someone who's, you know, a person of color. Yeah. Yeah. That would be really cool of them. Love to see it. I doubt it will happen in the movie because I feel like there would be some stupid, angry whinging. Oh, there will be. I mean, there always is, regardless. I feel like there's a decent chance for a not white Fiero, but uh, if only because it's definitely happened before. And because it's not like the two main girls that like everybody's gonna freak out about the whole time. Yeah, I I don't love that about Broadway, but I also don't expect them to. I mean, this is Broadway combined with Hollywood, so I just feel like it's not gonna be you know diversity central. It, it will not be. So we do have to wrap this up. Um, what is your favorite thing about Wicked? Like just straight up favorite thing. I, I don't have like a favorite necessarily thing. I just, I always really identified a lot with Alphaba, like as a character in general. And I just always related to her. And so I just, it's as like that, like shy nerd girl growing <laughs> up. Like I always I feel really related it. to her. So I always just appreciated that her character existed. I also really liked that she looked different. Um, Like I wasn't green, obviously, but like I was the only not white person at any of my schools growing up. So I was the only person who looked like me. And so like I felt similar things and just kind of related a lot to like that aspect of it. So I did, I genuinely just really like Alphaba. Alphaba for me was one of those characters where you both relate and you also want to smooch her? See, I didn't have that desire to smooch her, but mainly because I just felt like I was her. So I just, <laughs> yeah, I no, I don't actively want to smooch myself, but you know, clone genuinely. Cest. Yeah, I'm not into clone cest. I mean, actually, <laughs> sometimes. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> only, only, um, every, only sometimes on Orphan Black, but only sometimes. My favorite thing about Wicked is just that Alphaba has stayed with me. Like I have certain characters who are my favorite in most anything. Alphaba stayed with me through like my entire life and is just like, yeah, you can say fuck that to the things people want you to do and say that's not okay. And I want this to change. And that can be both a good thing and something that might not work out. Like I love Alphaba. I I love that she wants better things. I love that she is a bright-eyed idealist who sometimes gets a little jaded. I heard Elfie. All right, let's rate Wicked. Okay. Well, I guess we're rating it on sapphic content, right? Which is a little difficult because it's like not canonically sapphic. I mean, why not give it a sapphic content rate and a overall rate? Okay. Oh, I- Am I going first? I feel you can like go first. I feel like I I don't know what to rate it out of. Um, so let's see. I am going to rate it. Ugh, I hate to do this. I'm gonna rate it two <laughs> broomsticks for sapphicness because it's just not it's not sapphic enough, you know. I mean, it's got something in there. I truly going off of like the fact that they did share a bed in the books, I, I will say that I do believe that there was a thing going on and that we just didn't, we weren't privy to it. So I'm going to say it was sort of sapphic, but I require more sapphicness. Now, as a musical, I am going to give it nine out of 10 broomsticks because it's a really, really good musical and it holds up. And I think it will always continue to hold up and it has great songs and it has a great message and it's just really great. I am going to rate it out of, um, out of 10 homoerotic songs. Okay. Um, 
And honestly, for the sapphicness of Wicked, I have something of a different opinion on it than you. Like, I think like Buffy, it's not a perfect sapphic thing, but it was what I had first. And that's very precious to me. I'm going to rate it five out of 10 homoerotic duets. And as a musical, I'm going to rate it 9.5 out of 10 homoerotic duets. That's very fair. All right, guys, we are going to record our next episode soon. That's going to be Motherland Fort Salem season two, because we couldn't not talk about it. We love Motherland. So we will see you again in two weeks for Motherland Fort Salem season two. And please remember to subscribe and to rate us. Yes, please subscribe, rate, and like. And you can follow us on um, Twitter and Instagram. And then you can keep up with everything that we're doing. All right. We'll see you next time on Sapphic Stuff.